gentlemen, welcome back to another season of Bad Catholic Dads. Uh, we're doing something a little different here. Uh, normally, we would record episode one before recording episode two. But uh, my co-hosts uh, couldn't record this past week, so and then I and I um, was able to schedule a guest in here, a uh, very special guest tonight. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you so much for those uh, joining us on uh, YouTube right now. Of course, YouTube.com/slash/BadCatholicDads. You get the uh, live episodes earlier than the uh, podcast episodes, than the than the audio versions of the episode. Um, but I did want to get straight into it. Uh, first of all. Uh, please welcome my special guest, Mike Gizar. Did I, pro I pronounce that right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. I'm your first try. Man. Right. That's, that's very rare. Let's go. What's <laughs> the What's the craziest? Like, uh, has anyone ever mispronounced your last name at all? Not oh really. yeah. Yeah. Um, I think when I was younger, somebody said Gizar. Oh. Like, there's not even a D in my <laughs> last name. But I mean, it's gotten messed up so many times. Where I'm just like, yeah. yeah, sure, that's me. I know yeah, you're trying yeah. to get a hold of me. So yeah, I yeah. hear you. I hear you. Um, all right. Well, first of all, dude, number one, I'm really excited that you're here. Uh, yeah. I think we've planned this, or I've asked you uh, multiple times. I feel like it's been at least a year and a half since I first. Easily, yeah. It has like to be, like, up ago. there. Yeah. yeah, it has to be. <laughs> Do you remember how we met, first of all? Because I was trying to think about it with my wife. I feel like, because I, I know my. it was on Instagram. Yeah, I feel like, because my wife um knew of uh, Blessed Is She, mm -hmm. uh, which is your, your wife's community and ministry. Um, which we'll talk about in the podcast. Uh, so stay tuned. Um, but, um, I remember, so she was really into, uh, blessed is she. And then I don't know how, but I started following them more just cause you know, Catholic circles. And then I found you, uh, via them. And I was like, Oh, this guy, this guy seems cool. And I followed you. And then I think I reacted to one of your things just you know, I think it was a Cowboys thing. It had, it yeah, had I to say, have been. I, I was like, thing. oh, I was telling my wife, I was like, Fatima, I think he's a Cowboys fan. I think, I think Jenna's husband's a Cowboys fan. This is awesome. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, ha it's, it was probably Instagram, uh, but it's been a while, man, and I'm, I'm really excited to have you here. Um, basically, uh, if you don't know what Bad Catholic, Stat is, Bad Catholic Dads is, uh, for those who are tuning in, maybe for the first time, uh, Bad Catholic Dads is a podcast that I started, I want to say about four years ago at this time um four yeah it's gotta be at least four and um i was looking for stuff well as i was a kind of a new dad and um i was looking for um content that had to do with catholic fatherhood right and i wasn't really finding that much stuff out and the stuff that i was finding was very formal you know or it was just like your one-off talks about uh catholic fatherhood and there's obviously like the space has grown um especially in the catholic circles but um I remember uh, wanting like a community, wanting yeah. um, to talk to different dads about their experiences, how they Catholic, how they Catholic dad, how they, you know, are trying to bring their family to heaven. Um, and so I was like, hey, let's start a podcast. Let's do that. And uh, I have, I've had one, two co-hosts so far. So far, one of them couldn't join us tonight. Uh, he, he said he wanted to be here, but uh, he has a prior engagement. Um, but really, it's, uh, it's really just a couple dads getting together. Uh, it's nothing formal, man. It's just... Yeah. conversing with each other like kind of like we're in the bar like we're in the barbershop you know what i'm saying yeah um so i'm really excited to have you here but before we start let's um let's start off with a prayer because we always start the, the podcast with prayers so just something real simple awesome. in the name of father yeah. son holy spirit amen our father who art in heaven amen. hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread 
Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. St. Joseph, pray, pray for, for us. us. All right. So, super hyped to have you here. Mike, uh, for those who don't know you, uh, who is... I want to actually, before I, before I ask you and tell... To, Really, when we when we have guests on, we have them like kind of go through their life, kind of their vocation story. So we're gonna do that in a okay. bit. But I wanted to yeah. see if I could just intro you real quick. Uh, number one, who is Mikey Czar? He's an awesome dad of. Hello, four, six, six, six. Yeah, we have five, and okay. then we're having our sixth in November. Dude, yeah, incredible, incredible man, incredible. <laughs> awesome dad of six. So I got that wrong on the on the thing. I have to change that. Awesome dad of six. Husband of the founder of Blessed Is She, is that right? Yeah. yeah. He's he owns a barbershop called To the Nines yeah. in Temp Tempe Temp Temp Yeah, Tempe. Tempe, Tempe. Arizona. Mm-hmm. You can find him on Instagram at geese underscore A Z, where he puts the God the word of God into your ears on a weekly basis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he plays basketball like two o'clock in the morning, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, speaking of hanging he's, out with dads, that's when all we call it dad ball because yeah, we're all dads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so who is Mikey Zar? Tell, tell us a little bit about your story. I mean, you can really start wherever you want. I mean, really, I think we always start kind of, uh, most dads or most uh, people who are on here always start with their faith journey. Um, yeah. T- well, you can start off like, where, where are you from and where were you born, raised, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so uh, my dad was in the military, so I was born in Fort Lewis, Washington, but we moved everywhere in Germany. You yeah. know, all those oh, nice. Guam. So I'm half, yeah, I'm half Islander uh, from Guam and half Mexican. So my dad's the Mexican side and my mom's the Chamorro side. Oh, that's cool. Called Romanians. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So we moved around a lot, but we moved to Arizona about 1991. And uh, growing up, like, we went to masks all the time. My mom's a type where she says rosary every day. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. old school Hispanic type of upbringing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I went to Life Tina, did youth group and stuff like that. But I really met the Lord when I was uh, in college. Mm. And, uh, well, I was in college, but I wasn't going to class, you know. <laughs> so I was <laughs> I was into the college lifestyle. Yeah, I hear um, you. Yeah. And then one day I remember just waking up and, um, you know, just like the party and all that stuff. And I was like, there's got to be more than this. You mm. know? And I reached out to one of my buddies um, who was like, you know, taking his face seriously and having a relationship with the lord and i just asked him to go to applebee's and he invited me to a uh a retreat like a young adult retreat and then there i just had like an encounter with the lord and ever since then yeah i was 26 it's yeah. just been a roller coaster that's been exciting and terrifying and growing and awesome you know yeah so, yeah no i yeah. i can i can definitely relate to, this, to that story because that's literally what happened to me too man like you know you go through life and i feel like a lot of the times you're kind of going with the flow especially mm-hmm. when you're younger, you know, especially yeah. even in college, you're kind of just going flow and into the party scene, into the college scene. And really it's just there. If you have just an epiphany of just like, there's gotta be more. Like I remember, yeah. I remember that exact moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, was there, when you were going through college and, and, you know, asking yourself, were you looking at specific, were you looking at specific Catholic, um, things to go back to just because that was your faith growing up or were you just kind of just searching everywhere or what was that like like as i started making my i mean we have conversions every day but when we had like yeah i had that conversion yeah. yeah i think i just went back to everybody that because i was still cool with everybody yeah from like high school and youth group i just didn't really hang out with them too much because they were really into that scene. Gotcha. so i'm definitely my best friend 
that we grew up since 10th grade. And he like kept in touch with me. He was like, hey, he kept inviting me to things. I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm busy, you know, but we'd still like try to meet up at least once in a great while. But yeah, yeah, I think I think it's always that one person that, you know, who's like living the faith and, you know, they have like this relationship. You're like, that's there's something with that person. Yeah. You know, that person has something. Yeah. Then I automatically just go back to that person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I still remember like just I remember when I went back to I, I went to my Catholic campus ministry in college. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I got invited to like an ice cream social or something like that. It's like, come on. Yeah. Like that's the best we got ice cream social, but uh, hey, got yeah. me, it got me. So I went there and I was, uh -huh. I remember, I remember, um, seeing so many smiles on their faces. Yeah. Like I had never seen that at any parties that I went to. I'd never seen that any mm. groups I hung out with. I was like, I remember saying like to myself, like, whoa, there's got, there's got, they got to have something that I don't have. Yeah. They're always like happy. They're always joyous. Um, would you say that your, um, your upbringing had a huge part in your conversion, your recon, your reconversion? Like. Did, did the things that your family ingrained in you when you were younger, did that help at all or, or not really? I think I'll probably say not really. Yeah. Um, it was more of like go to mass or bad things will happen. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, my dad grew up Southern Baptist, so he didn't get go through RCA. So he was like probably my age, like almost 40. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. he would go to mass, but he just wouldn't receive, you know? Mm. What I mean? So he would go because my mom, you mm -hmm. know, told me he had to go but i honestly would say it's probably my uh my friends and we had this little community it's so I, I always think like everybody's set up this way like growing up we had um our lady mount carmel and behind that we had this huge neighborhood that everybody that lived there went to the school mm -hmm. and then went to life team program so even outside of that um we would still see each other like walking around or we went there was two high schools that served that one neighborhood so majority of those kids went to one of those neighborhoods so i was always around like a community type. And then there's mm. um, a lot of the kids I hung out with, they were uh, a part of a, um, a covenant community called city of the Lord. Mm -hmm. So that's when my friend Peter that I met in seventh grade invited me to go to. And it's like approved by the Vatican and stuff like that. So, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like legit, yeah. I hear you yeah, saying, so. yeah. Oh yeah, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah so we, that's, we really that's do good. have similar stories. That's awesome. All right. So you're post-college, you're, you're, you're obviously in your faith. I, I mean, mm -hmm. obviously the highs and lows are there. What's what's yeah. after college for you, or what what your adulthood like? I never at the time I didn't finish college. Okay, so or, okay. I kind of like yeah, I was just working a lot because I was on my own, and then you know I was you you're working full time, going to school like really hard. Oh yeah, it's like well I'm just gonna work and then try to figure out what I really want to do. What was your oh, what was your happened, what was your job? What job was that? Education. Oh. I wanted to be a high school football coach. Oh, yeah. And you yeah. did not you did you do that? For a little bit yeah, or? i do coach high school this, okay. this is the i took this year off okay so i'm usually yeah. like a defensive coordinator for like high school varsity hey, nice and um yeah it's just time consuming dude it's yeah a lot of oh i hear you and so yeah. okay so you're working in education um mm -hmm. and, and and then what's going on after that and then i really just felt like um i went to another young adult like conference and um so we grew up like I don't know if you know who Matt Marr is. He's like yeah. a Catholic worship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Uh, only, yeah. Matt Marr, you know, only Grammy or Grammy yeah. nominated <laughs> artist. No one knows who he is in Catholic circles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we went to the same parish. So he was like 17, not 17, but he was like, I think when I was growing up, he was like the, I think he was like the assistant child director choir guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we yeah, just yeah. see him walking around like with his guitar and stuff like that. And I mean, he was cool with everybody. Then he went to St. Tim's and then, you know, everything happened. But we went to a, 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 at a, a conference and they were playing music. And so I went from life teen at 16 that I didn't come back. So I was like 25. Mm. So they were playing music. And I'm like, 
Besides, music is actually pretty good. I'm so used to like, you know, the old stuff where I was like, ah, I don't really like this. <laughs> but that, that conference kind of turned me on where like the Lord just kind of spoke to me and he's like, I want you to play drums. And that was the first time I was like, like the first time I really just really heard the Lord. Wow. I'm like, I don't even know how this is going to work. So yeah. like, I'll look at drums and I looked online like a thousand dollars. I'll go, oh, that's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Dude, that's crazy. Like, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. And then it went to like the next day where like the UPS driver at the job that I was working at gave me his drum set and started doing all these things. I was doing wow. like retreats. And then I ran into Ike. I don't know if you know who Ike Adolo yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, he's yeah. like, dude, I want you to do this uh, worship night over at Mount Carmel. And I played, I did terrible, <laughs> you know? And then he was, I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. That was just like embarrassing. I don't know what, I, I don't know why I'm so nervous. And he was like, I want you to be my drummer. And that was it. And then we moved in together. This is Ike? Like six you years. and Ike? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's, I didn't know that. That's so cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I was Ike's drummer. He's like the God's father of one of my kids. Like we're tight. You nice. Know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And, uh, we're good yeah, friends. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And then within that, that's where I met Jenna. So now moving in towards where I met my wife. Real, real quick. Ha- Sorry. You, you, have you been playing drums your entire life or no, like, when did you start was that, that so was that it. conference after that conference you you had to learn how to play drums yeah so i bought the drums yeah. um and i played it once and it sat in my garage so i lived at a catholic men's house okay so i had it in the garage yeah and uh i played it once and i didn't touch for like three months and i was like did i just like <laughs> waste my money on this thing <laughs> and then Bro. we had a yeah then we had like a lord's day and then one of my friends was a worship leader and he was doing a bunch of retreats around the diocese. And he's like, whose drums are these? I'm like, oh, they're mine. And he's like, can you play? I'm like, yeah, and I need like one beat. But I guess <laughs> it was so hard to find like worship drummers. So yeah. I played that one beat. He's like, okay, cool. Well, let me, do you want to do a retreat? And I didn't really know what that meant because I was still like kind of new. Like this mm-hmm. is all happened within like six months, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I remember I played my first retreat and then we had our first like praise session with like adoration and, you know, benediction and everything. And I was like, this is like awesome. You know what I mean? Like this is, yeah. like, I don't know, you know? Yeah. I mean, and that's just from there. That Dude, that's like some serious divine providence right there. The fact that yeah. you heard the Lord tell you, hey, come play drums for me, you know? Yeah. And then the next day you said a UPS driver just gave you his drum set. Yeah. I was like, so I looked it up and it's like a thousand dollars. Yeah. 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 Do you guys so the story? Yeah. I'm like loading stuff up. And then the guy's like, hey, do you know anybody that wants to buy a drum set? I'm like, I'm looking to buy a drum set. No way. He's like 500. I was like, I can't do 500. So he calls his wife and she's like, all right, 250. And so I bought the drums 250. And that's when I played it. And then just sat there. Dude, that's crazy. But yeah. And then we were playing retreats and then, yeah, then it turned into like Steubenville's and yeah, just. That's awesome. Board, yeah. You know? Yeah. Very cool. And uh, so you're playing drums, living the dream. Um, yeah. And then, so, you know. I, yeah. So we're playing drums and uh, like at a bunch of churches. So then we ended up being, and this is before like, kind of like like matt was just starting to travel more and so what like that type of music wasn't really like being very popular mm-hmm. as in like now i feel like i go to a lot of churches and they have like musicians that can like do mm-hmm. all that stuff you know so so we're playing like everywhere i feel like i'm playing like once or twice a week gone on the weekends playing retreats you know what i mean so and then we do in a, a junior high event and uh at saint patrick's and i'm walking in and there's this girl doing lyrics and i'm walking by She's like, hi, I'm Jenna. I'm like, oh, hey, how's it going? I'm Mike. She's like, yeah, I heard about you. I was like, hopefully it's a good thing. And I just <laughs> yeah. kept walking because we were like on the way to pray. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. like, okay. But then we just kept seeing each other. Back then, there were so many young adult events, like Bible studies at people's houses, worship nights, uh, just like hanging out, watching basketball games, you know, whatever it was, yeah. you know, Lord's yeah, Day, sure. and stuff like that. So 
I mean, she lives in a city about 30 minutes away, but we'd see each other all the time at stuff. So that after a while, we just kind of like knew who each other were. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. Just hanging out with her there. And then there was one day, like we just, this is when MySpace was around. <laughs> <laughs> was she in your top and eight, I was bro? Top, yeah, she was, she was in my top 16 at first. You know okay. I mean? Oh, no. yeah. You got to start slow. Got to start slow, you know. <laughs> no, but, oh, um, man. Yeah, then we just wanted to hang out, and then we hung out, and then we hung out every day for, like, two weeks straight. And it was funny because back then, I just wanted to get married so bad. I mean, I wanted to get married since I was, like, 19. Yeah, know? bro. Yep. And it was, like, that one time where, like, I lost – like, I was unemployed. Like, I just lost my job. And – uh like, I'm like, I don't, I don't have any gas in my car. <laughs> I have like, back then I was, I was smoking. I have like three cigarettes left Yeah. and I didn't have any rent. And I'm just like sitting outside you know, smoking. I'm just like thinking, I was like, you know what, Lord, all I want is you. Mm. And then that like surrender, that like proclamation was just like, just everything just flipped. Mm -hmm. I was trying to control everything. You know, you're like 25. You think you know everything, you know? So. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. So we started dating, and I don't want to take up too much time. I don't know how much time you have. No, you're good, it, man. I mean, I don't know how much yeah. you. I we're here until you have to go. Like, I'm I'm down. <laughs> I've been waiting for this for like three years, bro. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So we dated for four months, and I went to adoration, and I was like, Lord, I think this is it. I was like, Is this is this the one? And it was just like one of those times where I'm just like looking, and it was like at the <laughs> chapel that I go to. It's just crazy. I just remember that. It's at that same chapel, and I just saw like the Lord and Mary right there, and and He's like, I'm going to bless you whatever you want to do and then four months like we got engaged and got married a year later dang yeah very, very so cool like, yeah so she's like my rock she's literally everything man like yeah like all my weaknesses is with her strengths just yeah like gosh she just loves people like so easily and like you know guys we have pride yeah <laughs> you know what oh I mean? yeah so it's tough to love 100 but i mean yeah she's like <clears throat> It's just like that first Corinthians thing where it talks about how we just kind of like get each other to heaven. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. yeah, man, she's she's dope, dude. Nice. She's, she's awesome. That's awesome. I yeah. mean, oh, oh, right, obviously, right? Um, all yeah. right, so let's talk about your kids, man. Like, so so you guys are married now? When did you have your yeah, first? When, when, did you, when did you have your... Wow, how long have you guys been married, by the way, first of all? We're going on 13 years. Going on 13 years. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Yeah, man, it's Amen. Wild. Amen, bro. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I know, dude. I know. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you guys are married Uh, thir 13 years ago. When did you guys have your first? Uh, we got pregnant four months after we got uh, married. So we have Cecilia, mm -hmm. Cecilia Therese. Mm -hmm. She is 11, going to be 12. Nice. Then we have uh, Sienna Claire, and um, she, is, she just turned 10. Then we have Lucia Rose, and she's going to be eight. And then we have uh, Gabriella Marie. She's gonna. She's three. She just turned three. They have my son. Finally got my first son. Yeah, dude. Nicodemus. Yeah, Nicodemus yeah. Joseph. <laughs> what was that? I mean, you know, I mean, obviously we love our kids. You know, we love our daughters. Yeah. You know, but what was that like? First, find, <laughs> yeah, find out you had a boy. You know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it so funny, man. Like I feel like the Lord gave me daughters because it just softened me up. So yeah. Much. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh yeah. So it just kind of like teaches me like through that and I, I i i'm a completely different dad because of my four daughters so i'm a completely different because you know how the world just kind of has these expectations this is how men are supposed to be this is how father is supposed to like father the son sure like sure that. but it was just like it was just su such the lord where it was like just preparing me for like now you have a son like now you have to teach just your son the opposite of like this worldly culture mm -hmm. and i don't think i would be able to do that you know being a football coach i'm type a you know what i mean like oh yeah without having that obviously the foundation of the lord but also like giving me daughters to like 
for sure okay this is 100 like, yeah, absolutely yeah yeah that's great and then our sixth one isn't born yet she's coming november 23rd well you know november 23rd oh and nice have a joy nice yeah. dude so, very nice excited. very yeah. cool um what was last what was last year like for you guys i i remember did your 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 daughters go to didn't they go to school like a like a catholic school or something like that before because i know that yeah. you guys um decided to homeschool like either last year or i don't i time is kind of flying i don't you know i'm just yeah. following stories here but what was last year like for you guys um specifically was, uh, obviously covid and and everything all the shutdowns but really what was your big art i do want to talk about what was last year like first of all number one yeah. go yeah last last year for us it was just a I mean, I feel like everybody, I feel like a lot of people I talked to, it was like one of those, like, during those tough times, Lord just kind of shines through it. You know what I mean? And with COVID, it was just like, I mean, we're like, I mean, I'm running a barbershop, you know, she's got blessed. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, you know, doing another ministry, like we're starting another ministry. And then we have five kids. And then, you know, we have like, you know, we try to do worship at our house. But those times were like, when everything shut down and the world just stopped, that was probably like, one of the greatest things for like our family because mm. it was just like a cohesive unit and we just spent every day together and right before, before covid mm -hmm. even happened me and me and jenna were talking about we should like i think we need to like move the girls like that's what we're like getting in prayer like we need to get them out of mount carmel well, we don't know where not that mount carmel was bad we just it was maybe saint tim's maybe you know what i mean we just knew that mount carmel was not it mm. and then COVID happened and so then everybody went to online you know what i mean yeah and then um we're like let's that's because you know, they were like let's homeschool because then they were telling us well these are the restrictions that we have to do to come back and I'm like ah, that's just ah, i don't like that you know yeah. so that's not for us so um yeah we did homeschool and i mean gosh jenna's a champ yeah she's, dude. yeah she uh, is i'd be following your guys stories and i'm like oh they're doing presentations today that's kind of awesome <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on their tv so my, like it's, it's yeah, awesome yeah. man i mean we we did the same thing this year we we were thinking about doing preschool for our youngest and i mean it's preschool you know what i'm saying so it's like it's playing and and socializing and and that's all great and but we were just looking and we, and yeah we looked at the, the restrictions to come back and you know prayed about it and we were gonna do the same thing go to doing catholic school but i mean it's i mean you know it's preschool so it's not the yeah. end of the world so we we're just like let's just try this homeschool homeschooling this year so i mean i was definitely mm -hmm. there with you all bit like in a different a different obviously or you know a different type of thing but um man just watching you guys do that last year just through instagram and just you know following the stories man what an awesome awesome thing you guys did yeah i think a lot of it was stuff that i wish that i learned and i did when i was growing up i mean back then dude we just sat in chairs and regurgitated stuff and turned in papers and yeah. that was it yeah so i was like you know if they because her jenna's family's got a sales background like all their family her family are just like you know life of the party they're very you know talkative and stuff like that <laughs> i was like well I mean, and it's transferring over to the, to our daughters. You know, my family's more like quiet, reserved. You know, what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. so I mean, they're like outgoing, like Jenna and stuff like that. So I'm like, oh yeah, let's do presentation. You know, get over fears and stuff. Uh, did we lose him, Mike? You there? Uh oh. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a technical difficulty, so we'll see what's going. On. All right, we're back. We're back. Oh, cool. Oh, you froze for a second. Did I freeze for a second too? On your side? Yeah. Okay. All right, we're back. All right, so let's. Uh, I did want to, um, well, I did want to talk about Blessed Is She. Uh, what was that like? I mean, you, you were there. I mean, you obviously were there at the beginning, but what was that? Um, yeah. What was that like? That calling that, you know, that conversation, you know, 
you know, if it was on Jenna's part or your part, what, what was that like? Just getting that from getting that from the get go, you know? Yeah. So, um, Oh, Bless actually she, real quick, uh, real quick. What is Blessed yeah. is She for those who don't know, by the way? Yeah. So Blessed is She is a uh, Catholic woman's community and they're focused on prayer and community. That's it. Yeah. 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 On those two things. Yeah. yeah. The word and, you know, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's very, it's very, Arizona is very, uh, very interesting where we can get people, not just us, but like other people, we can just get like people around each other really quick. Just the way the city is laid out, how mm -hmm. close everybody is. Everybody's like 10, 15 minutes away. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Nice. So blessed. She actually was born through probably the hardest time. There was about four years. I mean, Jenna's marriage is really rough. You know what I mean? I mean, mm -hmm. there was divorce wasn't going to happen, but it was, it was bad. I just had, you know, uh, got anxiety and depression and it was just really bad. And she didn't really have anybody to talk to mm -hmm. too much. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then, um, except for a few friends, but obviously through prayer and, you know, through those few friends, like we're, we're doing fantastic. My anxiety is gone and all that kind of stuff. Amen. But she realized that like a lot of people don't have that community that she had, that she ended up growing through those four years, you know what I mean? And like talking to people. So it was literally, and she it's funny how the Lord always works. So she was doing like these like blogs and stuff like that in the very beginning. You know what I mean? So she was learning how to do the computer stuff and all this, you know? Yeah. And it was literally like a conversation <laughs> in the hallway that lasted 30 seconds where it was like, Hey, she was like, I'm like getting the kids ready. She'd get the kids ready. Like passing each other. She's like, Hey, I really feel like the Lord's telling me to like do these like inbox, you know, daily reflections of the, the daily readings. I'm like, did you pray about it? She's like, yeah. I was like, okay, then go do it. And that was it. <laughs> yeah. She emailed the, she emailed the writers and I think she emailed like 50 and like 48 said yes. And then well, so she started, you know? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's just, yeah. You never, I mean, what is probably going on seven years, six years now. And yeah. then I remember the first year I'm like, are, because we weren't selling any products at the time. So like, and I was the only one working. So I'm like, is this like, are you sure that we're still supposed to Because this? this is starting to cost some money. You know what I mean? And time. So, uh, and time too. I'm yeah, sure. I'm sure it wasn't yeah, like so. five minutes here. It was probably like almost like a full-time job for her at, at the oh, beginning. Yeah. In the, yeah. The very, because you got to put in all the work. So she's also working and then doing that. You know what I mean? So the cool thing is that she was an, uh, a respiratory therapist. So she'd work through 12s. And so she would be able to like do stuff when the kids were at school, then, you know, pick them up. And so that was, I was at work. But nice. Uh, yeah, and then when she went full time, it was just wild. Dude. You know, one of those things where you just gotta trust the Lord. You know. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? Um. Um. How? How did uh, the Lord like allow you to to have your? I mean, because you know that 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 though that type of thing feels like, or even like just on optics alone, doesn't look like a one woman job. You know, and I, you know, mm -hmm. and then when I look at your stories of you packaging boxes and then helping your wife out and i thought that was number one so awesome dude um yeah. but um like i feel like what was the lord saying to you specifically about helping jenna out with blessed is she i think in the very beginning and i'll be 100 percent honest yeah. i think i got jealous and i got jealous because like i wanted more time with her you know what i mean obviously yeah you know she's mm -hmm. my best friend yeah and the lord just kind of said she's a daughter first and i was like Right on. <laughs> what, do you, what else do you say to that? You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. And so I just, you know, really just wanted to like, I mean, she was such a huge support during the, when I was in the band traveling, like a bunch of days out of the year, you know what I mean? Cause that was my, at that time, that was our only income was me just, you know, playing drums mm. and just traveling. So 
and it was it was it was so funny bro like when i look back at everything that i did like even after the uh the the drums i got a job and i worked from i worked up from like a summer temp to like an operations manager for a software company and we were shipping out like all these like boxes out so that's how i learned how to do all the shipping dude that's crazy that's awesome yeah 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 from the sales rep to usps and ups and the boxing and all this packaging and the labels and the discounts and knowing how to like put this flow was because after i was out of the band i worked at this place for about four or five years uh-huh. and i worked up from basically very bottom and i worked my way all the way up so i knew how everything worked so when i first started working with busted she she started selling her advent journals but she didn't know how to do it so that's when she's like can you do this i'm like yeah i know how to do this and then just built it from there yeah i mean it's so yeah. it, it i think the one thing that i'm learning from you guys and i and tell me if i'm wrong or or maybe you can talk about maybe one thing you've learned through the entire process but it feels like when you really surrender your will to the lord mm. you know specifically just with whatever you're worrying about or, or the things that you can't control um it feels like the lord provides you know especially in your yeah. in your story you know the fact that i you know you you said lord i i give it all to you and and lord's like play drums for me i don't know how to play drums here's a drum set you know or (laughs) or you know blessed is she it's like she needed someone to know how to do that you know the packaging and the logistics Mm -hmm. part of it and obviously Mm -hmm. you know you had a company or you worked for a a a company that allowed you to learn all that stuff it's it's awesome what's what's one thing that you take away from the band and even blessed helping out blessed is she and everything i mean i would say that and i try to tell this guy's a tell this to guys a lot especially in the shop like if you have that burning desire in your heart that's from the lord yeah. and it may be from the lord you know what i mean but pursue it yeah and the thing is like it'll take steps like just do the first step you know what i mean all he wants is that first step same thing with peter in the boat yeah he said like hey get over here right now he's like that's one step so just take that first step and you never mm-hmm. know it could be the lord's mm-hmm. will or through that he's just moving you to somewhere else mm-hmm. but it's, all it is just taking that first step man yeah yeah. So All right. Anything that you get on your heart to do, like even the podcast, yeah. just do it. See yeah. What happens. Amen. Yeah. Love it. All right. So let's fast forward. You're an owner of your own barber shop, man. <laughs> yeah. What, what? Where did that come from? Like, tell me the origins oh, of that man. idea, man. That's crazy. <laughs> so I never went to a barber shop ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? My my dad was like, "All right, we'll just get like a." clipper go two all the way Dude, that's what my dad did too 100 still does yeah. that to this day like when my dad's in town yeah. he still cuts my hair is that you know yeah. I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah no that's and that's what i love it's like a great father-son type of thing you yeah. know what i mean yeah, yeah uh so i was working at that company and then i moved to a different company doing kind of the same thing but i could not stand going to work every day mm-hmm. you know what i mean like the money was fantastic mm-hmm. but it was like i get excited at 4 30 because i'm getting off at five and then around eight o'clock, I'm like, oh, I'm like getting a bad because I know <laughs> you, I have gotta to go back and wake up and do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. So I remember, uh, and this is when I was coaching football too at the same time. And um, I remember just being like, I hated it. Paychecks were great, but I just hated it. And I was like, man, where, when was I happy? Like, when was the, what was I doing that I remember that would just like made me like joyful? And it was playing drums. And it's not necessarily playing drums with my best friends traveling across the U.S., which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But I knew that's where the Lord wanted me. So that peace was there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, Lord, I'm not going to go play drums again because I'm too old and I have kids. You know what I mean? I can't be leaving all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whatever you want me to do. So there was this barbershop that was doing like $5 haircuts, 
you know, it was back to school and I walk in and I went three months without cutting my hair because summer football is just like all the time. Yeah. So I didn't have time. I was like, look, man, whatever you want to practice on me, go ahead. If I don't like it, I can just shave it off. But I've never been to a barbershop before. So whatever's cool and modern that you want to practice, just do it. So, you know, he gave me like, you know, skin fade, which I never had before. Hard part, comb over. Nice. Fresh, uh, you know, face shave. Yeah. And I was there for like an hour and a half. And it was a conversation that we were having was just like so awesome. You know what I mean? Like yeah. talking about our families and like, you know, our struggles and, you know, stuff like that. And then when I walked out, the Lord was like, that's, I was like, oh, he wants me to do men's ministry. But I don't, I don't want to work at a church. Like, right, I wasn't called to work at a church. You know what I mean? So I'm like, same thing. So I'm like, all right, Lord. So I wrestled with it for a little bit. At the time, I was finishing up getting my bachelor's degree. And then I signed up for barber school. They accepted me. And I just kept going. And then during like the whole barber school, I knew like I wasn't going to work at like, uh, like a, a chain. Like he wanted like a certain, um, like a shop just for this. So like he kind of gave me the vision. Like I want a shop where people can go to, they could take their sons. So they offer the, the father-son experience. But it's like edited music. We're in uniform. You know what I mean? Like edited TV. So yeah. it's basically more like family oriented and a place where you could take your son. You don't have to worry about what's being talked about, what's being yeah. on the radio and on TV and stuff like that. And then, yeah, yeah we graduated, <clears throat> no clients, and we opened a shop, which everybody thought we were crazy. And now we are seven barbers deep. That's awesome, years. man. Yeah, so, yeah, Lord's good. What was that? What was that uh, initial conversation with Jenna about opening your, the, the barbershop? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I just, yeah, I just love her, man. She's yeah. just like, it was literally like, did you pray about it? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, all right, then let's do it. Dude, I feel, you know, all right, fellow dads, if you're, if you're listening, just, you know, ask, did you pray about it? And you'll be good, you know? Yeah. Can I get that gotta, TV? Yeah, yeah. Honey, can I get that TV? <laughs> did you pray about it? Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a little different. I, I, I know. I, I, got you, I got you, bro. That's, but it's still, though, amazing. Like, absolutely amazing. Um, Let's see. Uh, What's one thing that you uh love about being small business owner and uh, one thing you hate small business owners uh gives me the opportunity uh to be free with my schedule mm. so i could be like pick kids up go to practices games uh, owning the shop <laughs> i have a lot of like men's stuff there like so like for for instance the sons games a bunch of catholic guys coming together yeah tacos you know what i mean just yeah. watching the game having a good time yeah. um one thing i hate it's not I mean, gosh, I feel like everything that's hard is always a chance to grow. Yeah. I mean, just dealing with the employees, mm. you know what I mean? And then the biggest thing is that they need to know, like, the the vision of the shop. And a lot of them, I mean, there's, you know, some that are Christian, some that aren't, some yeah. are, like, anti-God, you know? And, sure. But just trying to keep that same thing. So just being, basically dealing with different personalities, mm. you know what I mean? So, yeah. But yeah. I love them all. They're all great, so. For sure. Um, What is, uh, what was uh, owning it last year like for you guys? I, I didn't even get that. I forgot we were we're talking about COVID and then I forgot. And yeah. So what was yeah. last year like for you guys? It was honestly like, it was just such a good teaching moment for me and the three owners. Mm. Um, one was just coming into the faith. He was a Jehovah's witness. Mm. And then uh, the other one where he's still kind of like, he was in, he, he was a military. So he has some like, you know, questions and stuff like that. But it was just, it, it was a good thing where it's just like, guys, the Lord's going to provide. You know what I mean? So we didn't yeah. really worry about anything. And then when we shut, when they shut everything down, like we instantly, I mean, I was working at Plus the She, you know what I mean? And then one of the other barbers found a job real quick doing like, you know, like uh, drywall, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And the mm -hmm. other barber was just doing home haircuts. Mm -hmm. And then everything worked out. And then uh, the PPP loan like covered exactly how much we owed our landlord. Like nice. everything was just like perfect. You nice. know what I mean? And so 
<clears throat> yeah, I mean, we're very blessed. We didn't suffer at all. Good. I mean, without, I mean, we suffered, but you know, like, sure. I didn't I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it was like, oh, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you bring your, um, like Catholic faith into this, into the shop? Like not only, you know, owning the business, but, uh, or co-owning the business, um, but also to your employees and, and really to your customers. Is there, and do you know, do you notice any ways or do you try to like go out of your way to maybe I'm knowing you, obviously you probably don't like, Hey, you know, go out of your way, but, <laughs> yeah. but I think you probably live your, your life through, you know, your Catholic life through your, or your Catholic faith through your life. So like, but is there any like specific ways that at least some, cause I know a lot of dads were, you know, we, we work, we have jobs, we go to the office, we go to, you know, our companies mm-hmm. and, and the question's always like, how, you know, I think with, with men, with men and, and with Catholic and with the Catholic faith with fathers, it's like, how do we, how do we bring our, our, our faith? How are we wearing our faith on our sleeves when we, when we go into business? And it doesn't have to be, Hey, you know, have you heard about, hey, you our, know our, yeah, yeah, you know, have you heard of your Lord and your Lord and Savior Jesus? But I mean, it can be yeah. simple just as, you know, putting on a smile, you know, being, the, being that joyous person in the office. But how, how do you specifically bring that to your, your business, your employees and, uh, and to your clients? Like, honestly, the craziest thing to me is like, when people ask me, am I married? I'm like, yeah. And like, how long? And I'm like, we're going on 13 years. They're like, that's a long time. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So for the fact that I'm not complaining about Jenna, the fact that I'm excited about marriage and how I just love it, you know, mm-hmm. and then especially, I mean, the kids thing, how many kids you guys got? Oh, we're, got, we're having our six. Six. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I think when they see that and they see someone else, I mean, this, that's so countercultural. Yeah. So then they just start asking questions. Yeah. Like, are you Mormon? I'm like, no, I'm not Mormon. I'm, I'm, I'm Catholic. You know, I'm Catholic. <laughs> He's like, well, that was my next question. If you got <laughs> yeah, obviously. You know I mean? right? I'm surprised yeah. they didn't leave with the Catholic thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, totally. And honestly, it's just like, I mean, there's guys that come in and I just like, so I feel my, my I, and this is with different ways that I do it. So one's like, I feel, I really felt called to have, um, I try to get priests there as much as possible. So we have priests that come and they get haircuts for free. Yeah, that's awesome. And so when, yeah, so when somebody like, I mean, we're having, we're having a packed shop and you see like Father Cruz roll up. You know yeah. I mean? They're like, everybody like, it's so funny. Everybody <laughs> kind of gets real quiet. You know what I mean? But then they see priests like, and I think I've seen this a lot in like, in my barbers that they see priests as like, like normal, like normal people, like they're normal people. Yeah. You know what I mean? They have conversations with them. And um, so that's one way, but also um, just the conversations. I think that's just like the biggest thing. Like there's times where like, we would just like, this guy's like just got divorced and he lost his kids. Mm. And then we're like, Hey man, we're just going to give you this haircut for free. And mm. he just like sits down and starts bawling. Like, I feel like, I really feel like the shop, yeah. like the Lord was kind of telling me like, guys are so isolated nowadays where we just get in this routine of like work, school, family, home, sleep, same thing yeah, over and right. over again. Mm-hmm. And how much, how important community and male community, you know what I mean, is in, in brotherhood. And we don't need much. So that's what I love about the shop where the Lord's just like, look, they need haircuts anyway. You come in, spend an hour have a beer have a conversation with like you know guys and i feel like sometimes that just recharges people enough you yeah know what i mean so, i love it well, yeah. yeah yeah i mean it's so true what you know i think uh they did a study I, I remember like learning about this you know in psychology or whatever but them doing studies like the number one place where people talk isn't like their psychiatrist isn't 
to their psychiatrist or whatever. It's actually like at a salon or a barbershop because yeah. that, that intimacy of someone touching your head, you know, mm-hmm. I'll just kind of drop, like allows you to drop your guard down for some reason, like yeah. there's studies on it. But yeah, I mean, it just sounds like, it sounds exactly like that, like that, which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're definitely vulnerable because you're like, I, I don't know what you're going to do to my head yeah. or that razor. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm yeah. trusting you that you know what you're doing. So, oh, man, yeah. it's cool. Where did the name come from? Where did the name come from, by the way? Honestly, I was in uh, I was in barber school, and we're like, it started off with five, but three of us actually did the shot. We were thinking of names. Yeah. I was like, to the nines. And I'm thinking, um, you know, it's kind of like an old English idiom, you know, dress real well, to yeah. the nines, dress yep. to the nines. You know? mm-hmm. And then, like, I always know, like, something's always connected you know, yeah. the Lord. And, and then I was with, uh, hanging out with father Frankie and he was like, Oh, it's the nine choirs of angels. I'm like, Oh, cause we have music going on all the time. I'm yeah. a musician. You know what I mean? It was kind of like a, ah, that's really cool. That's you know cool. what I mean? So yeah, to the nines is yeah. kind of have that double meaning. That's cool, man. That's yeah. cool. Uh, can you, t- I, I know, uh, that you did some, you did something recently where you guys gave haircuts to the homeless or something like that. Can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, that was recent, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago. It's a uh, company or a ministry or organization called clouded covered streets or Mm -hmm. cloud covered streets and what they do is that this guy who owned a t-shirt company built like this large trailer has like two showers and like a washing machine and also like uh, a room where people can like um go online like and apply for things you know what i mean so i found out through them uh that they and i've always had like a heart for like the homeless ever since i was younger and um yeah so what they do is that they 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 tell the homeless people around the area that, hey, we're going to be here on this date at this yeah. time from this time to this time. Come on over. We'll give you clothes, food and like, you know, restaurants like, you know, go out there and cook for them. And, you know, they get a fresh shower. They get a fresh haircut. They get fresh clothes and they try to get them like employment opportunities. And they've been around for, I think, six years, if I remember what's on their website. But uh, yeah, that's definitely something that just started. And um, yeah, I plan on working with them as much as I can. Yeah, I think it's just so. Yeah, I mean, the, what a haircut does. For somebody especially like the one thing i noticed about homeless people is that they talk a lot because they don't really ever talk to anybody because nobody ever talks to them you sure know what i mean yeah so just like you know hearing their stories and man it's, it was just, it was just like a really awesome eye-opening thing where i felt like the lord was like yeah i just want you to like you know serve in this way because it yeah. just kind of reminded me of like the uh what the lady who gave uh out of her poverty yeah you know in the bible yep and i was like well my poverty is time you know what i mean like i feel like i'm always stretched yeah. So then I was, then that's when the Lord kind of spoke to me, like, all right, I want you to like serve, like make time to serve others that you don't know. You know what I mean? So cool. that's kind of how it started. Nice. All right. So, all right, real quick, I have a couple more things to talk to you about, but I had some questions from the audience, uh, questions that I got on Instagram and, and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to kind of like go through it, kind of like a hot fire topic section. Sweet. Um, number one, best spots to eat in Phoenix. I mean, you got to go to those holding walls, Los Veritos. What's it called? Mexican food, Los Favoritos. Okay. Yeah. Is your is your a Mexican hole in the wall place? Nice. Yeah. What do you get when you get there? What, what do you get when you go there? Sorry. I just get I'm oh, I uh, cheese egg burrito with potatoes. Nice. You know what I mean? Nice, if nice. it broke, don't fix it. Uh, your thoughts on the political climate in the country? Um, I think the one thing that we need to do is uh. I know this sounds so cheesy. Yeah. We just got to focus on the Lord, especially as Catholics. You know, you can't get caught up in all these things because you're not, you're, you're Christian first. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like how people think of like the government is like, well, the government needs to do all this, you know what I mean? But as Christians, we can't just be like, well, the church needs to do this. Like, no, we need to, we need to do that by 
being examples and talking to people, you know, about the Lord and showing like sharing about Jesus, whatever you can. Yeah. I know it's like a hot fire topic. Sorry. I, just, I could go on. No, 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 no. That, I, no, no, I totally yeah. hear you on that one. Cause I, I know, like, I think la even in the last year, I think a lot of us Catholics, Christians have got really into politics. I mean, it's kind of, it's mm -hmm. really hard to avoid when it's just fed to you everywhere oh, yeah, you totally. go. But I think part of our calling is just to, Drown out the noise, you know, and mm, focus on yeah. the Lord. So I agree. I, I'm with you on that one. Um, all right. Uh, go through your kids and name your favorite thing about each of them. Cecilia, she loves to read. It's just like her mother. Sienna is she. That kid could be a lawyer, which gets like a lot of the salesy stuff from her grandfather. <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah, she's great with words and figures out ways to get things from me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just got hustled. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lucia. Gosh, he's just, oh, you have Lucia too. Yeah, yeah, we do too. Lucia nice. Rose, yeah, yeah. She, I love her because, like, if there was a girl version of me, she's it. Just nice. like, loves to have a good time oh my all gosh, over the place, yep. but at the same time, she could like just like be by herself and be completely content. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Gabriella, she's three. She's the boss. I love it. She just speaks her mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of tells people like, "Well, this is how it's gonna go," or stuff <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? So we're constantly like. Yes, dad. Yes, mom. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. isn't a debate. Yeah. And then Nico, obviously, besides being my future linebacker. There you go. This is so cool having a son. You yeah. Know what I mean, and just having that relationship, but then like learning more about St. Joseph and stuff. So that's just like really opening my eyes to like the foster father that, you know, Joseph was to Jesus, you know? Yeah. So, and yeah, that's cool. One thing that Jenna does that annoys you. <laughs> It's so funny. I was watching, uh, and I don't know. If you don't have to answer, by the way, just in case yeah. you watch this or listen. <laughs> um, it's so funny because uh, somebody asked Emily, my friend Emily Wilson. Uh, oh like, yeah, what annoy what her husband does or what her, what she does that her husband hates, and he said something like how she like decorates like the bathroom wall with her hair or the bathroom shower with her hair. Oh yeah. And I just died laughing because I walk in, I'm like, what happened? You know what I mean? It's, you know, so it's like, how do you have a, how do you have hair left? Like seriously, <laughs> yeah. it's like, it like blows my mind. Yeah. Like, on here, but I would say probably that. Yeah. <laughs> I can get, I think a lot of, a lot of guys can get around behind that one. Um, yeah. Your favorite sport to play, your favorite sport, uh, favorite sport to coach. And your favorite sport to watch? Three things. Uh, favorite sport to watch is football. Yeah. Uh, play basketball just because if I try to play football, now I'd die. <laughs> and then uh, co I just there's something about football that just like helps young men just like believe themselves and do stuff that they can't didn't think they could do. And it's, you just watch somebody become timid, afraid, not knowing anything, and then just like beasts on the field, you know? So yeah, yeah, I'll say that for sure. We gotta get you. We gotta keep getting you to play golf, then you know. Yes, I well the reason why I don't like playing golf is because I'm terrible, <laughs> but I keep playing golf. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think yeah, it's, it's just so much fun, especially when you go out with a group group of guys and just make it a oh, make yeah. it a good time. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, here we go. Here's a good one. Um, what does your what does your day to day look like as an entrepreneur? I guess as a business owner, I guess. With, I think yeah. That's what to say. So I mean, one thing I just learned from this, I mean, not learned, but the Lord kind of challenged me uh, this past Lent was doing uh, a daily holy hour. So that's where I start. So I start off like at, and my, I just, I'm, I feel like I'm just kind of like all over the place, but it just, you know, you just have to be rooted in him because all the decisions I make and the people I talk to and, you know, when, you know, tough things come up, like I have to be rooted in him. So I would say I start off probably about 4.30. I'm at like the chapel and I try to do my holy hour there. Then I get home and then I'm, you know, with the kids getting them ready. 
uh, feeding them, trying to spend time with them. You know, as of right now, we just moved Blessed is She into another warehouse. So then I go over to Blessed is She and I, uh, I'm just kind of reconfiguring the warehouse. You know what I mean? Mm. And um, I'm there all day. And then if I need to go to the, the barbershop, I would do, but my partners, you know, they're great. So they're just yeah. like, yeah, do your thing. We got it. Cool. And then like I come home and then you know, <clears throat> spend more time with the kids and, you know, right now we're watching son's games and just hanging out with the wife. So yeah, I would say, you know, let's start off with the Lord, obviously. But uh yeah, me and Jenna always try to focus on at least having like an hour to two hours, even if we're just laying in bed hanging out, mm-hmm. just to have time to like connect and stuff like that and communicate. But yeah, yeah. that's my day nice. day all day. Yeah. Nice man. Uh how did two more questions? They're both linked to each other. How'd you become a Cowboys fan? <laughs> Are you from Dallas? Like, that's what that's what someone no. said. Yeah, my dad is from Texas, so okay. there was no there was no chance. I didn't yeah. start watching uh, basketball until I got here in '91. But yeah, when we were one of fifteen, and we just got Troy Aikman, mm. I was watching all those mm. games. You know what I mean? And, oh yeah, yeah. So that's awesome. That's why. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the second part of that question is why are the why are the cow why will the Cowboys win the 2021 2022 Super Bowl? <laughs> If we do, it's because our offense is unstoppable. The defense is very questionable. Yeah, as a defensive coach, what do you think? I mean, for those, you know, you can tune this part out, but for for the for for you, like what what do you think our defense needs to do to to step I up mean, this based year? On just my experience, you know what I mean? Oh, what they need to do. I yeah, mean, or, I think the biggest thing is Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I think the biggest thing is that this is gonna be the third defensive coordinator mm. in three years. Mm-hmm. So it's just like familiarity. Uh we had, you know. <clears throat> Leighton Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith be the best, you know, the up and coming best linebacker duo. They switch defensive coordinators. All of a sudden, we can't do anything. Yeah, you know, what I mean? we can't Crazy. stop anything. Yeah, yeah. So now we're getting Dan Quinn. So now we're on our third one, and it's like, we'll see, we'll see. That's why we just we'll got to score a lot of points. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Come on, Dad. stay healthy, and we're, we'll be all right. Yeah. Um, oh, I have one more question for you. This one's for me. Uh, talk about your tattoos, man, and and like, what do uh, what is your thoughts on um, just catholic teaching and, and tattoos period i mean obviously you have some but talk so talk about them and well, i guess why you got them yeah so this one was uh since i'm polynesian oops sorry this one <laughs> i'm like i'm looking at the screen i'm like yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so this one is about like um so for those who don't know like polynesian tattoos like a very big like cultural thing yeah know? and um so i talked to the guy for about an hour the day before we started doing it and so this is basically like 35 years of my life of everything that's happened in my life. You know what I mean? With like the kids are right here. Jenna's right here. That's going into like the vein, which is, you know, the flesh of my flesh, you know? Sure. And then like me traveling with the band is right here, that part of my life. And then with my family members, my in-laws and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And then this one is uh, John uh, 14, 15 through 31, which is about the promise of the Holy Spirit. So, I mean, that, that verse was just like, that hit me. And I was like, this is like, real yeah like all this is like all this as far as the world 401ks all that kind of stuff is not being anything like yeah this is you know then you start reading acts of the apostles and you're like like these boys were legit you mm-hmm. know what I mean? so like this is like this is a life you know like being led by the spirit and stuff like that um to be honest i don't know the teaching yeah of tattoos what yeah say i i'm still learning because i'm still trying to do my own research because i'm also trying to get one on my forearm so I'm kind of just, I think it's, I think they're okay with tattoos. I think it's more like, um, you can't, you know, you have, you know, you can't get anything crazy, but like, also you, I think you, I, what I was reading, it was like no, nothing on the face or, or anything mm-hmm. that like would not 
present yourself in a, I don't know. It, I'm still learning. I just yeah. want to see if you thought, if you knew, or if you, you, your thoughts. No, I on mean, it. if anything, I feel like this. I feel like the John, the John tattoo was has brought up so many, like what? Oh, what's that say? Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. The segue. You know what I mean? That's so, my that uh, that's my um newest son. His name is oh, John. Oh really? Yeah, we named him after nice. uh, Saint John. Yeah. Um, awesome. <clears throat> all right. So last question we always ask all all dads on here, all Catholic dads on here, is mm -hmm. I mean you kind of answered earlier how man you get up for that early early uh holy hour right and mm -hmm. i think a lot of dads kind of understand just that that mentality of getting up making your bed getting to work you know mm -hmm. uh, but for yeah. you other than i guess your holy hour what 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 are some inspirations that you find in leading your family family to heaven you know like the day-to-day -day mm -hmm. of of like where do you find inspiration or, or or what's your mentality or philosophy when it comes to trying to lead your your family in in the faith trying to get your family to pray what are the things that help you or what are the things that you take or, or find inspiration in um yeah as far as like how how we pray or what actually like makes me think of to pray or, or just like <clears throat> what helps what what do you what goes through your mind you know for me it's always you know for me it's always like that i at the end of the day I'm always like, did I bring my family to prayer today? Did we do anything? Mm -hmm. You know, do we, do we do our, we, you know, we do a night prayer at, at the end of, the, we do a night prayer together as a family. Every night we do yeah. our special intentions. Uh, and then we do the angel of God prayer. We do St. Michael prayer. And then we pray mm -hmm. to our litany. And then I bless the kids mm -hmm. with holy water. Like that's one thing that I think, I think we, I think as Catholic dads, we, it's important that we bless our kids, you know, as, yeah, no, because totally. God, I think, you know, I believe that God, or I know that God, has given the authority to us fathers of our family. Mm -hmm. um, so what's what are things that like you help you to lead your family to heaven? Because I mean, that's ultimately our calling as, as fathers, you know? Yeah, I mean, I would think, I would say the best thing, the best way to do that is that we have to have a relationship with the father. The way that I learned to be the father is that I have to learn about the father. The way I learn about the father is I have to learn about Jesus. The way I do that is I have to read the Bible. So I would say like learning scripture, not learning, reading scripture and praying with it is probably the best thing I can do with my family because I come to him as a son first and then a husband and then mm -hmm. a father. And then if my personal prayer time is on, you know what I mean? And I have that relationship with the Lord. It's going to automatically overflow into everything else, including like my personal life, as far as like work, you know what I mean? And like recreation stuff as well. So I would say as what really inspires me is just learning how to be a father from the father. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. I mean, he's like, he's like literally the perfect <laughs> example. So, but yeah, I mean, we usually do like, I kind of do the similar thing, bless the house, bless the room, uh, taking over authority prayer and stuff like that. So, and I think just like, ha like involving like the Lord in everyday life, even like when my daughter's upset, but just kind of, you know, explaining like, you're feeling this, this is fine, but we have to like, you know, pray through it, not react this way. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like the whole, like, yeah, just teaching, you know? Yeah. So, that's <clears throat> huge. Mm -hmm. amen amen well bro i appreciate you coming on man it was it was fun to talk to you we'll have to do this again in the future maybe not three years from now but but just uh, <laughs> yeah. we, we should talk about some like topics or something but i dude again it was yeah, it was good to learn more about your life i think that was like one thing because you know when you i'm sure you have a bunch of friends you just like talk to on social media and like you don't really like know their lives as well as as you want and and again i i appreciate you coming here it was good to learn about you um hopefully the audience uh, and fellow Catholic dads who are listening to this got something out of it. Um, but uh, I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, dude. Thanks for inviting me. It's 
great talking to people about the Lord. I love it. You yeah. Know, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you want to close with a prayer? Yeah. All right. In the name of the Father, the Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary. Holy Father. Oh, oh, sorry. Yo, go, no, you, yeah, you do. Yeah, you go. Let's go. Hail. Holy Spirit's pulling through. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, brother. Uh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. Thank you for all the blessing you give us, Lord God. We just, uh, just thank you for being such a great father to us, Lord. And we just ask that we just come to you every day in prayer, Lord Jesus. And we just offer up our families and all of our worries and strengths and weaknesses to you, Lord God, that may everything we do just glorify you and you alone. Uh, we just pray for everybody listening and pray for John and his family and we just offer them up to you and mother mary we ask that you just pray for those as well and as long with the with all the intentions of our hearts as we pray hail mary full of grace the lord is with thee blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother holy of god, mary, pray god, for god sinners, pray for us sinners amen amen holy spirit amen all right man again appreciate it dude uh, thanks for uh, coming on and, uh, God bless you and your family. I'll be praying for you guys. I'll be praying for, um, the ministry blesses she, I'll be praying for your barbershop I'll be praying, I mean, and I'll be praying for you guys this year, especially as you guys, you guys are going full-time homeschool this year again, right? Yep. Year two. Hey, year two. Let's go. <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate, I appreciate it. it man. Have a good night. Thank you again. You too, brother. Hey, go All sons. Right, go sons. Let's go. Yeah, go sons. <laughs> All right. God bless. All right, brother. All right. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here on Bad Catholic Dads on YouTube. If you're here, uh, please listen to us and download us on Spotify. We're also on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor. Um, again, you can find the live uh, videos on youtube.com slash Bad Catholic Dads or just YouTubing Bad Catholic Dads. The video will go first and later on the uh, audio will go in in a couple weeks because this is the second episode of Bad Catholic Dad Season 2. Uh, recording. We are recording the second, the first episode uh, tomorrow on uh, July 10th, and that'll be up on Monday, July 12th. So thanks, guys. I appreciate it. And thanks to Mike for coming out. It was a wonderful time to hang out with him and then talk to him about his faith and his life and his, his vocation, his family. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys next time. God bless. Yeah.